Hello and welcome to Close Calls on the 42.e brought to you in association with Air Sport. You know the scale of this stage every week. We look ahead to the biggest sporting event of the weekend and we're joined, joined by the hottest pundits in the game. I've got two League of Ireland legends with me here. My own name is Gavin Casey. We're looking forward to the FAI Cup final this weekend. I'm joined by Stuart Byrne. How are things, Stuart? Good, Gavin. Yeah, good to be here. And we're joined on the line as well on Skype uh, by Cork City legend and author Neil Horgan. Neil, how are things? Great, thanks. Lovely weather down here in Cork. Sure, always. As usual. Uh, I have to look over my shoulder there for those pundits you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I suppose like there's only one place to start really uh, this week. It's been an uh, it's been an action packed uh, lead up to this FAI Cup final. I, I don't think necessarily either team have come out of it particularly well, and yet it's done wonders, I guess, to to shed light on the final and, and promote it, Stuart. Um, it starts in. Soho Bar, where Neil and I would have seen over the years plenty of a controversy, plenty of controversies unfold. But uh, Mark McNulty's chant kind of kicked off a chain of events. Stephen Kenny has responded. He said it was like something out of the gutter, um, kind of describing it as classless. And then there's the Carl Shepard thing brewing in the background as well. Like this one is really, it's a spicy build-up. It, ha- it has, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I suppose when you think about it, Stephen kind of had a choice here as to whether to bring it up or not um, and he's chosen to bring it up and I think that kind of sort of tells you where they are in terms of mentally going into this game I think they're fired up for it you know I think it's um, this season in terms of their league form has hurt them um, you know the fact that they were they were obviously trying to achieve the four in a row um, and they were scuppered by, by, by an excellent Cork team so this is their chance their opportunity to get a to get one back on them and I think he wants as manager he use, he's going to utilise every tool he has every resource he has to get his team fired up and also to maybe sort of try and scupper the, the, the plans of, of the opposition um, and you have to you kind of you have to feel that that's exactly what he's done also what it does is it takes the pressure off you know his 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 players in the whole build up so you know you would you would think now that the the press are trying to f- trying to get some sort of reaction from McNulty or whatever the case may be and it's the old Mourinho trick isn't it you know the kind of bring the pressure on me just to take it off the players and to give them as much focus and preparation for the game as as is possible yeah neil what do you make of it down there um is there much talk of it on lee side yeah there's a little bit of talk about it i, I think uh, i agree with Stewie. i think stephen kenny is probably made the decision to use it in his favour. It actually reminds me, Stuart, of, do you remember a time when uh, Alan Bennett said to you guys, um, you've no bottle or something like that? Yeah, I remember well. I think it, yeah, back, that backfired on us that <laughs> time anyway. But this isn't quite similar, or it's a bit different in that, you know, I think Mark and Ferdas after the elation of victory um, said something probably he shouldn't have. And uh, I think Stephen Kenny has jumped on that really for his own benefit. And and look, like you said, Gavin, it all adds to what's turning out to be a very an event that's heating up uh, day by day. But there's a lot of talk about that down on Lee side. But mainly, uh, people now they're more interested in the game. I'll be honest with you than than anything going on between the manager and the, and, the, and maybe Mark Nolte. You know? Yeah, big time. Like uh, we will, we'll only spend a couple of more minutes on it. Like uh, you've played under Stephen Kenny, and I, you said to me coming in, you might have been a little bit surprised that he has taken his view on it like that I yeah. know what you're saying there's a logic to his decision to kind of 
I suppose, highlighted and take the pressure and the attention off his players. But you were a little bit surprised that he didn't just turn a blind eye to it and, and get on. And get on with yeah, it. see, it's 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 not his game, you know. It's it's something that um, you know certain managers. This kind of thing comes natural to. Um, and Neil, you, you know, you would remember the times like when we had the likes of Pat Dole and then Pat Fenlon and Roddy Collins in the league. They loved this stuff, you know, because they, it was just natural yeah, to them. They, 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 they knew how to use it, you know. And even even Damien Richardson, you know, had a, would throw one or two in as well. But Stephen, it's, it's just something that doesn't come natural to him. And he hasn't gotten involved in this up until this season, actually. And... Um, I don't know how good your memory is, but if you think back to um, even last April of this year, um, I was quite surprised that when Stephen came out and started to kind of have a go at the referees, saying that Dundalk weren't getting enough penalties, you know, and it led to their worst run of form in, 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 in four or five years. You know, they had, a, they had a terrible six or seven week spell. They lost three or four games. That was it. End of story. So... I think he may have learned a lesson from that. So that's why I was a little bit surprised he's come out with this now. But when you think about it, it's one game, you know, it's a it's a it's a winner takes all type scenario. They've nothing really to lose by it, so why not use it? Yeah, how how do you reckon the uh, Cork City players, Neil, will react to it if at all? I mean like again, I suppose Kenny is putting the onus on on his own players to sort of rise above it and respond to it on the pitch. Um how will City players perceive it, given that they're under a little bit of scrutiny? Like, there's been a lot of criticism of them, um, not just in terms of their, yeah. their end of league uh, or their end of uh, season form, but just their conduct, I suppose, in the last week or so. Yeah, I think in fairness, I think their their conduct overall has been very good. I know that um, that in in I think it was in the, the Soho Bar that night, even which I think was the night they were awarded the cup. They a lot of the guys. I think pretty much all of them, including Mark, I don't think they were drinking because they've learned the lessons from um, from our mistakes back in 2005 where we won a league and then and then let it kind of, we'd only two weeks, which isn't much of an excuse, but we had two weeks um, before the, the, the cup final, which we would have won the double on. And I, I know that, uh, you know, looking back, we all have kind of regrets about how we didn't really curtail it. But, but I, I think, to be honest with you, the, the players aren't going to be thinking about this at all, to be honest with you, now. Um, it's going to be all about what they're, are they in the team or not. And, and John has a lot of decisions to make, I think, um, perhaps with the Shepherd thing coming into the picture a little bit. It'll be interesting to see what his first 11 is. Um, and like, I, I suppose Stephen Kenny, um, you can understand why he would do this. I, I agree with, 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 um, with Stewie in that it's not really his form to do that. Apart from the penalties thing this year, I haven't seen him do that before. Um, and it might be telling you that, that Stephen is, is feeling that he needs to bring something to the table here as well. So it's, it's going to be a great game. Um, I'm looking forward to it anyway, 3.30 on, on, on Sunday. And and it'll be interesting to see um, particularly what, what John Coffin's first 11 will be. Yeah, big time. Take us back to 2005, Neil. I mean, you mentioned there that you and some of your teammates from that time would have regrets about the way... You, uh, you went about things in the intervening two weeks between winning the league and, and the cup final. Uh, it sounds like you've maybe even spoken about it in the years since. Like, is, does the regret still linger, or is it just? Uh, yeah, to some extent, I remember my father saying, um, "You know, you don't understand how, how important a double is." I, I, I felt I kind of did. <laughs> it might have been somebody else. I'm only joking. <laughs> I, I think what happened actually was um, um, really it, it, it was a long like we won in. We had to win the final game of the season to win the league, so it was uncertain, much more uncertain, I would say, than this Cork City team this year. And there was a huge release around the city that I suppose 
we, we got swept away on for, for a week and maybe a little bit longer than a week. But it is a regret, I suppose, looking back that we, we didn't contain that situation better because, it, you know, as you see from a Cork point of view, they haven't won the double since 1951, a Cork League of team. So you see how rare these moments are. And I suppose looking back, and an ideal situation, we would have, you know, maybe celebrated a night or two and then caught it, you know, but that that probably didn't happen at the time. And I suppose I, I wouldn't be alone in, in, in regretting that part of it. I wouldn't be blaming anyone in particular. I know Rico did his best to, to, to you know, get us back training and get our, our mindset on it, um, but it, it didn't quite work out. And we'd have drawn a team who, who, were, who were waiting for us in the cup final. I think it'll be different with this team, in fairness. Um, I think... They've had the league kind of won since the summer. I think Stewie would agree with me. We, we were saying that at that at that mm. time. Um, so the focus is very much on the cup final and not on last week's events or the week before at all at all. It's on the cup final and about players playing, you know, pretty much for their career. John has another two con- uh, two years at Cork City. Um, there may be players leaving. There may be players coming in. Um, and and in, in you know in the end, it's about retaining the cup final or the, the cup, which would be an amazing achievement. On top of the league, so you know that's what players will be thinking about. That's what the fans are. Would, there'll be a huge um, army of fans from Cork City, particularly with the women's game as well. Um, and they've made the cup final, which is fantastic uh, from a club point of view to have Cork senior men and senior women's in the FA Cup final in the Viva. It's not something that you know was in, on the cards previously for obvious reasons, and now it is on the cards, and it, it's the right way that things should happen. That um, and I know they're playing. I think at, at noon. And there'll be a big crowd in from that for Cork City. So all going well from a Cork point of view. We might have two cups coming home, you know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll get a couple of predictions from people watching at home. Uh, Dylan Lachnan says, one all Dundalk to win 3-2 on penalties. That's extremely specific from Dylan. Well done, Dylan. <laughs> Billy Dorney, a Cork City super fan, he says 2-1 Cork City. FFS, uh, you can work out what that means. <laughs> that abbreviation, Dundalk haven't beaten us in seven plus matches. Uh, I'm not sure what the, the plus part of that is. It might be like the last half hour of another <laughs> yeah. game or the eighth game ago. There's another question here from Alan Bradshaw. Now, Neil, you've given your, your version of events briefly, but he says, what was that about Bennett saying there was no bottle? Did he say that about the Reds? Please tell the story. Well, let, let Neil tell you. Okay, yeah. go for it, Neil. Yeah, so he, he, he was urging Bennett to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was not. It was uh, Pat Fenlon was your manager. Stu, you were at the club at the time, yeah. I imagine, Charles, yeah. were you? Yeah, so I think Alan just let his guard down. We we were chasing shells for a long time, and you're fantastic side. Like in my opinion, probably the best side he's played in the league in living memory, and I would include Dundalk in that, right? In terms, no, I'll of agree with that. Quality all around the pitch. Yeah, apart so, <laughs> <laughs> from the middle. Part, but anyway, um, but they had a fantastic team, and we've been chasing them under Pat Dole and Alan under Damien Richardson, and it just came to a head where I think Alan just after the match live on TV said uh, let's see their bottle now or something like that um, and it wasn't that inflammatory or anything like that but I, I know having spoken with some of the Shells lads afterwards a few years afterwards and Pat Fenlon recently that I, I think he used it in your in your favour which you know it's, 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 it's something that I suppose a manager can use and can put up and say um, look that's what they're saying about us lads well, let's respond to that. That yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, that's that's you know you couldn't have said it better. Like you know, and and it's kind of uh, that siege mentality, isn't it? You know, that's it, it can work really well when you get it right. Um, it can be counterproductive now when you get it wrong, but um, no, there's no doubt about it. That that, that um, you know when you're when you're constantly um, at 
at the top to do their teams or, or you, know, you never there's one thing I always experienced throughout my career especially with my, my time at Shells um, you just never got a bad game there was always, somebody was always trying to knock you down like you know, week in week out and in a way that helps your mentality because it means you have to be constantly on top of your game because regardless of who comes to play you could, they could be second from bottom they could be bottom you know they'll come and they'll put a performance um, they'll put a performance in even even what's coming to my head now is actually the Bose game in 2006 where I went off on a little bit of a rant after the game but Bose that year um, had, had struggled all year you know, hadn't hadn't uh, you know were really poor. I think they're under yeah. under Gar Farley, and they finished mid table, even less than that. And it still had some some wonderful players. Still, Kevin Hunt was still playing for them, um, but they came to talk that night, and they were absolutely fired up. I couldn't believe it. Like you know, now we were ready for it. Now we 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 we, we took us probably a little bit by surprise, but um, you know that's what you that's just what you got. Like you know, and and and, and it's, it's the same for you know for, for Cork this year and as it was for Dundalk. Um, you just don't get easy games, do you? Yeah, I, I would say what's a little different with this is that yeah, Stephen Kenny hasn't gone to the players and gone into the dressing room and said, lads, and showed their video, you know, amongst themselves. He's gone to the media with it. Yeah. And he's using it in the media, which is a different thing. Um, and, and I think, in fairness to Mark, like I, I, I really like Stephen Kenny, but I don't think what he was saying about Mark disrespecting all the players of Dundalk throughout the years, I mean, that was the furthest away from Mark's head. <laughs> he was no more doing that than, than, than I am now in this conversation. I mean, the Dundalk's a fantastic club. Um, so I think Stephen's used it, Stephen Kenny's used it a different way. Um, he's used it to spark a kind of debate and, and a lead up to the cup final. And more power to him, I suppose. You know what I mean. Uh, and it all, and it all adds up to what will be a, a spicy match on Sunday. Yeah, big time. Let's try and figure out then who's actually going to take up the cup uh, this weekend. Um, like, I mean, we'll chat about briefly, like where the game will be won and lost. But like, Stewie, you wrote in a recent column that City's title win was almost underwhelming the way they fell over the line. And if you look at like some of the stats, I think they scored was it eight league goals since Sean Maguire left in, in July in twelve league games, mm. or something like yeah. that. Dundalk have twenty five in the same period. Like, there's one team here looking like they're in serious form, or at least in better form than the other. Like, do you think that factors into it, or is it just a HA Cup final anything can happen? Can well, 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 when it comes to the Cup final, anything can happen. And because it is that one off game, and because it's in the Aviva, um, you know, that tends to be kind of just tends to level everything up, like, you know, and it's all about your. your your, your game day mentality and how you perform on the day. But you cannot get away from the fact that when you look at the form guide, um, and if you're a stats man, you know, you'd be quite interested that, that when you look at the last 10 league games, if you were to look at, take the last 10 league games and, and look at how Dundalk performed and how Cork performed, like Dundalk would be top, Cork would be, would be, would be even less, yeah. you know. Now, that all goes at the door to be quite honest when, when, when it comes to a cup final because re- in reality it is um, it's 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 a it's it's a one it's a one off, and of course it helps the fact that Dundalk have been here for the last few years, Cork have been there for the last few years. They know each other inside out, so effectively, I would imagine Cork would be working on a game plan to kind of try and nullify Dundalk and the threat, and then maybe something similar to last year, try and um, nick one um, the way they did because obviously since they've lost Sean Maguire, they've had to adapt. Yep. You know, they've had to adapt their game. They've had to play slightly different. Carl's gone up front, um, hasn't been banging in the goals, however, but um, has been performing. Um, he's been outstanding for them as well. You know, And of course, Dundalk have a, have a serious threat. Funnily enough, the more I think about it, I'm actually starting to focus in on the goalkeepers. 
right? And and, and how 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 effective either of those two guys are going to be because they are the best two in the country. In, in my opinion, Mark is the, is the best goalkeeper in the country and has been for the last couple of years. Um, but obviously the the the. The uh, the events of this week just putting a little bit of pressure on him. Um, <laughs> every corner, I'm sure every, he's well able to handle it. You know, he's not he's no spring chicken <laughs> anymore. He's an experienced guy, and um, maybe he's the kind of guy that loves that or not. But it, it could, it, you know, if it's as tight as, as it has been between these two sides, it, we could be looking at another penalty um, scenario. So it could come down to the two guys. And um, the one thing I will say about Dundalk, in a negative sense, is that there definitely seems to be a chink in their armour this year. Now it was more evident earlier in the season than they were they were very good mid season, but it kind of reared its head again, I I, I felt um towards the uh, the end of the season. I thought in the game in Turner's Cross, um the end of the finished uh, it was one all, wasn't it? Yeah. I I, di- I yeah. didn't think they were fantastic, especially in the second half. And then of course they were turned over by Bowes at home recently. Um I was up at Finn Harps to see them in the game up there. Ultimately, they won the game. It was an awful pitch. Finn Harps are very poor, but there were certain things in the game which would which which would cause you for concern, and that would be um, some of the defensive lapses between Brian Garton and and, Gar- and, and, and Rogers. Um, on a couple of occasions, they both of them sort of got the communication wrong between each other, um, and it could have led to goals. And what that tells you is they're not that mean machine that they once were yeah. that there's a chink there yeah. um, and that's what I think probably Cork could could, could, could play on I'd agree with you Stewie there I think um, Boyle's loss is probably unfair. Darren Horgan is obviously a fantastic player but uh, Boyle's loss at the back for them it, it reminds me of actually the same guy Alan Bennett when he left us in 2006 we found it very hard to, to bring in anyone now, they, they have very good replacements to get me wrong but it's not just about the player himself it's about the relationship with his back four that has been built up over you know maybe three or four years, um, and that's not something you can fix overnight. Um, and and they've struggled a bit with that. I would say as well, Stewie, um, that the game in Turner's Cross this year was a good measure of where the clubs were or where the teams were. Um, now that Shawnee McGuire has left, and I think it's close. I know the form, as you're saying, Gavin, would, would predict you know that maybe that Dundalk are, are, are in on a better place than Cork. But when when you know when they came down to Turner's Cross and we watched the game, I'd agree with Stewie. I, I was actually surprised that Dundalk weren't um, more in char- in control because they weren't in control of that game. No, at they all. were very poor. Um, like City were the dominant team. In the yeah, game. I think Cork Cork was the dominant team in that game. Obviously, they were at home, so I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a tight game. Um, it's been tight over the last few years. I'd love to see a few goals early on because <laughs> I know we've seen that in a while. Um, so, uh, but I, I do think it's interesting um, the boil factor for Dundalk, and you know they've 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 you know Hoare and Vemland are, are very good players, but it's it's not about those players. It's actually about the back four, which had remained changed as far as I could see for for some time. You know, um, and and I think that's that's been a factor for them, which it, it may prove decisive or not on on Sunday. Yeah, I suppose like if you were to look uh, as recently as maybe two years ago, eighteen months ago. Dundalk almost had this um, this hoodoo over Cork City, like where, where Cork couldn't get over the line against Dundalk. And now, as uh, Billy Dorney points out, cheers, Billy! Like it's been seven plus games where yeah. where the shoe is on the other foot now. And like, does that factor into into it at all? Like that mentally, you're sort of aware that so many times recently you just can't get past this team. Oh, I think it does. Yeah, I I, I think. Um it's 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 not no mis- it's not by mistake that Cork went and won the league this year. You know, I think winning the cup final last year just 
was a huge monkey off their back and it's, you know they were able to say to each other now do you know what we can win now we can go and win things now and it's yeah. not by mistake is it Neil that they went and absolutely ran no. rampant in the league because no. they had that that confidence they said hang on a second these aren't unbeatable you know we we can do this um, and then look look what it's, what it's led to so um, yeah the, the Cork City got a huge boost from the cup final last year must be said and, and just felt like let's kick on from here and they did at the start of the season, they were unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. Mm. So I, I think, you know, looking into next season too, that's probably in the back of the manager's minds is that we want to send out a signal for next year. I know that sounds kind of, in, in a way, limiting the, the value of the cup, and I, I don't mean to because, I mean, obviously the winning FA Cup is, is, is probably the highlight of most players' careers. But in terms of next year and, and the league season with Cork City in the Champions League and, and Dundalk in the Europa League, it, this, this might be the, you know, the thing that if, if Dundalk win it, does it put them back in, in control or in, in the top position like like it did to Cork last year? So it's all, all to be seen. Yeah, well, boys, we'll finish on predictions, I guess, Stuart. We might start with yourself. How do you see it going? Um, I think if Cork get a, a game plan right and they bring to the table what they did in Torrance Cross, I think it could be very, very tight. Um, I just see... Um, see more goals in the Dundalk team I mean I, I mean from all around the pitch um, and I, I think it could be 2-1 to Dundalk well, at least in we'll 90 see, minutes at least we'll see a few goals anyway Neil don't I know be Harvey's going to go over Cork I might yeah, <laughs> I was actually going to go to some of the commenters before we went to yourself, Neil. Leave the suspense built. Uh, Joe Kennedy says 1 0 to City and, B- and Billy Dorney to be seen running onto the pitch at the end with nothing other than his Cork City FC scarf on. Please, God, don't let that happen. Uh, Colin Mullen, Mullen pardon me, says 2 0 to the Lily Whites. Tony O'Connor, 2 all all day long. Tony, extremely confident that the game would be going to extra time. Neil, over to yourself, the final word. Yeah, I'd love to see loads of goals and that, but I, I don't see it happening. I'd see it probably, it could be a nil-all draw at the extra time there. Oh, Jesus, say. And Cork City have only played, I know, <laughs> i got to get a plug in here. Cork City have only uh, played an extra time against one team this year. Do you know, guys? Ooh. Robert, yeah, no? there's a, there's some fit. Wilton United is the answer, oh, and I was playing, <laughs> I was playing for Wilton United in Munster Senior Cup final this year. So I see Cork City like they did that day, winning extra time after extra time last, probably three two. All the goals come next time. <laughs> we can all agree that football will be the winner. Right? Football, yeah. football will be the real <laughs> winner this weekend. Lads, thanks a million. Thanks a million, Neil. Thanks a million. Speak to thanks you soon. Much, Enjoy the weekend. See you, Hardy. Thanks a to you guys easy, at home as well. Cheers for watching. Cheers for your comments, particularly to Billy Dorney and uh, and Joe for that grim prediction regarding Billy. I uh, hope you enjoyed the game over the weekend. Thanks a million to Airsport. As per usual, we will be back next week looking ahead to Ireland's playoff against Denmark. Until then, take care.